0: Hello podcast friends. Welcome to another episode of the Teacher Mamas podcast. We're so grateful for you joining us for another week. Um, an incredible episode about to hit your ears right now. I'm so excited and I'm not one to like express my emotions like super easily and um, so trust me when I say like I'm super excited about this episode. i had such a hard time falling asleep. Uh, We recorded at night and uh, soon after it was my bedtime. And I had such a hard time falling asleep because I was so revved up. I was so just wired from an amazing conversation. And I cannot wait uh, for you to hear this. So today we get to talk to Kate House from the Live By Design podcast. And I just, I cannot wait for you to hear this, okay, Kate. During the day, she loves to run around her small town of Gettysburg, PA. With she has two little boys, so she's a stay-at-home mom. She's a wife to her college uh, sweetheart, but then by night, she's the host of the Live by Design podcast. She's a health coach, an educator, a meditation enthusiast, and just have to plug in there. I adore her meditations. They're so soothing and calming, and she has her own style that is really uplifting. She is a slow but steady runner and the creator of a woman-focused personal growth group called the LBD Collective, and that is something that I, Roberta, am a part of and have been now for maybe six months by the time you're listening to this, so it has been such a light in my life and helped me kind of see some things that I I wouldn't have seen otherwise through this amazing personal growth group and getting to talk to other like-minded women. So um, <clears throat> it's Kate's purpose in life to help others with their personal growth and, and release that overwhelm and get unstuck and finally take action to launch, launch them in the direction of their dreams. And so... She has this mantra of let's live by design and not default. And we dive into what does that mean? How did that come about? And I just, I know you're going to be so inspired from this episode. The one thing I want to mention that we forgot to talk about in this episode is an amazing um, event that Kate is hosting next week. So if you're listening in real time, the first week of May, Kate is hosting a free uh, Goals with Soul Summit. There's a free option. Um, there's also an upgraded option where you get you know, all, the, all the stuff. Um, and it's something that I will be participating in myself, and I'm really excited about it. So if you're listening in real time, make, make sure to stick around to the very end of the episode, and Kate is going to explain all about um, all about that event and how you can sign up to have access to it so stick around to the end and hear all about that so with all that said I think I'm going to stop blabbing and just let us get into the episode which I just absolutely know you will find inspiring please take a moment and screenshot that nugget that just really sticks out to you in this episode and tag us the Teacher Ramas podcast and Miss Kate House on Instagram and share with us that little nugget that really that really inspired you today. So without more blabbing again from me, let's learn all about how to live by design and not default. Kate, thanks so much for being on the Teacher Mamas podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Um, I'm so
1: grateful to be here. This is so much fun.
0: Yeah, I've, uh, And I mentioned this in the introduction, but I've been a longtime fan of your podcast. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of like fangirling that, that we get to interview you on our podcast. Oh, (laughs) you are so sweet. So I'd love for us to for you to tell us like a little bit about yourself and how you came to create Live by Design. I just I absolutely love your phrase, live by design and not default. So I know that our audience would love like a little mini deep dive into how that all came about.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much, both of you for having me here. I am fangirling. I'm having so much fun. I love the teacher <laughs> mama podcast. So I'm just so grateful to, to get this, spend this time with you. Um, Yeah. So living by design and not by default, you know, it's so funny. I'm looking over to the side right now because um, I've been a runner for a long time. I'm not a fast runner. I'm like the tortoise and the tortoise and the hare. Like <laughs> I just keep chugging along. Right. <laughs> and I have all these, right. <laughs> and so I have all these race medals and, Back in, oh my gosh, like 2013, maybe a couple of years into when I started running, I went onto an Etsy store and I ordered this like customized um, brace metal hook. Cause I was like, I don't want to hang up my brace metals on like a nail. I want it to look pretty. Um, and I got, a, I had it customized and it says live by design. And so this has been something that's been in my heart. That was years before I ever started the podcast. And it's just been in my life for a long time, this idea of living with purpose and just being really awake for this experience of life. And so this has been a through line for me really ever since I was very little. So I am 18 months older than my brother and my brother was born nonverbal and he's on the autism spectrum and he's a type one diabetic. He had uh, open heart surgery when he was four. I mean, he was dealt a really difficult hand in life. And so some of my earliest memories were, seeing my brother have like grand mal seizures and my parents took incredible care of him. Um, but he was a really brittle diabetic when we were little. And so from a very young age, I saw what a gift life is. And I, I almost felt like I had to live it for the two of us because I was blessed to be born into a body where I have the ability to speak, right? Like my brother had to learn sign language in, or in order to learn how to communicate, right? Like He had to work so hard. And despite all of that, he was one of the most joyful people I have ever known. And he passed away last year. And so his life has always been such a lesson to me of living in the moment, embracing joy as it comes, really giving yourself permission to just embrace life. And I always just, I'm so grateful to my brother for teaching me that this lesson of, you know, life is precious and we blink and, you know, I'm about to turn 34. And I'm like, I still remember like the first day of high school being like, um, oh, that's like high school's got to take forever. Right. And now <laughs> I'm like, I've got two kids. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and so this has always just been a through lane for me, this idea of like, I have to like, I want to live with purpose and not like big, scary purpose, like, oh gosh, like I'm already behind or that feels really scary, but just I want to wake up and I want to spend my time purposefully. I want to live by design and I don't want to just default through my days. And so long story short is that at 25, I had a quarter life crisis. I was, I was working a job that was a wonderful position, incredible colleagues, still friends to this day with a lot of my colleagues but it just didn't, it was like soul sucking for me. It was work that I was like, somebody else could do this. And I feel called to something different. And so um, I became a yoga teacher and I loved that. Uh, And then I became a health coach so I could work individually with some of my yoga students to really deepen their, their own experience of holistic health. And then from there, I had it put on my heart to start a podcast. And in 2020, kind of like you guys, when the pandemic came around and I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I guess like this is put up or shut up time. (laughs) Like I I have it on my heart to do, so I'm I'm just going to do it. And so I sat in my basement in our last home and I was super sweaty and nervous recording my first episode <laughs> totally by myself in my basement. I don't know why I was so nervous. And I had mean, 200 episodes in, and I still get nervous to record because I think, cause it's important to me. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, I started the podcast and then I started my coaching program, my group coaching program, Roberta's one of our LBD collective members. And it's just such a light, such a wonderful presence in our group. And so it's just, it's been a journey, right? But, but through all of those different iterations of myself, I was learning different things. And the whole time I was really committed to this idea of living by design and not by default. And in a nutshell, what I do now is I help women ditch overwhelm, get unstuck and take action. Cause the woman that I talk to is somebody who she loves her family so much. She loves her career she spends so much time and energy supporting and loving those that are most important to her. But then she has this moment where she's like, but what about me? Like, what about my dreams and the things that I love and the goals that I want to achieve? Um, so that's the person that I talk to who's like, okay, I, I can do and. I can live by design and not by default and pursue my Mm -hmm. own goals with soul. So yeah, that's a long-winded answer, but that's who I am and what I'm all about.
2: (laughs) No, that was perfect. (laughs) And you almost you almost made me cry. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) I almost make myself cry when I tell that story. I'm always like, hold it together, Kate.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um okay, so we have a lot of women in our audience who are also stay-at-home moms. Or moms who have a more traditional nine to five, but then come home and do the side job after the kids are in bed. And one thing we hear a lot is the struggle to balance or navigate being a good mom while also pursuing a dream or goal. And what have you found to be true for yourself as you navigate motherhood and different seasons and your purpose outside of motherhood? So I guess what advice would you give to moms who may have a massive mom guilt or difficulty navigating both? Yeah. It's, I mean, first of all,
1: to that mom, I would say you're not alone and it is totally okay to feel that way. So like, let go of the self-judgment, let go of, of criticizing yourself. It's so easy to be so hard on ourselves, but how often Mm -hmm. do we think something critical of ourselves? And like, I would never say what I just thought to myself to Roberta. I would never say that to Ashley, right? You'd never say it to your friends. I think it's Brene Brown who says, like, you need to speak to yourself the way that you would to a friend, right? Mm -hmm. So I think the first place to come from is, like, let's just rewrite that script and be really kind to ourselves and let's embrace it from a place of curiosity. That's something I've been learning over the last couple of years, especially um, since growing more of my business. And I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. And I do this um, in the wee hours of the morning and in the evening hours. Um, It's just like, let's just have some curiosity. Like why, where is this guilt coming from? what, what should quote, should, am I putting on myself? Do I feel like I'm, I shouldn't be doing something or should be doing more of something else. And we just talked on the live by design podcast. And you guys gave this great example of a journal prompt of asking like, but why? Um, and so do that, ask yourself like, well, why do I feel that way? And, ke- and keep going. Cause there's usually like, it's usually like the fifth, why is, <laughs> yeah. actually, the, is actually the answer, right? Cause it's like, yep. we have to drill down into it. Um, so my, my first thing would be like it, Notice that it's happening. Create the awareness around it. That's the first step for anything. Um, and then from there, give yourself grace, be kind, be loving to yourself the way you would be to a, your best friend um, or to your sister or to your mom, whoever um, be curious. And then the one thing that has really helped me is the saying, um, be where your feet are. And for me, that's been really helpful because there have been times when I've tried to do multiple things at the same time. And so I'm like checking my email and I'm like trying to mom my kids and like the dog needs to go out. and like, Oh shoot, it's lunchtime. I like, I never made lunch, you know? And, mm-hmm. and when I find myself trying to do too many things at one time um, I feel like I I'm not being fully present and I'm not doing great at any of those things. And so for me what has really helped is like that idea of like be where your feet are. Like if I'm in mom mode, I'm like I want to be a really present and patient parent. Or if I'm out with my husband and we're having a date night, like my phone's in my purse. I'm like I want to be really present with you. Um if I am down here in my workspace, I'm like I've got my sound like resistant headphones on, right? I'm like I can't hear what's going on upstairs. My husband's got the kids <laughs> and the dogs and all the things. And I'm in like And I'm in work mode. And, and here's the thing. I think that's where you help release the guilt because I know that when I'm with my kids, I am the best possible mom. I can be on that day for them. Um, and my best looks different from day to day, right? Like it's okay if your best looks different from one day to another, but I know I'm being really present and really patient. Um, when I, but then when I come downstairs and I'm like, I'm going to get some work done. Um, I give myself permission to fully put myself into that mode because I'm like, my kids are cared for. Um, everyone's good. I'm going to really focus. And even if that's like 30 minutes, right? Like I try mm-hmm. to chunk it into a couple hours at a time when I can, um, but I'm like, I'm just going to be where my feet are. And so right now I'm at my desk and I'm super present right here. Like if I hear a dog bark in the background, I'm like someone else, is good. like my husband's on it or like my son will let the dog in. Right. And I just try to stay really present. Um, so I, yeah, that's what I would say is like, be kind to yourself, create the awareness, but be curious, be where your feet are. And then the other piece of that is just to remind yourself that everything is a season. Like I know it's so cliche to say like the only constant is change, but (laughs) (laughs) the only constant (laughs) is change. Right. And so remind yourself that whatever season you're in, it's a season. And so if you're a mama with two kids under two, your life is going to feel and look drastically different a handful of years down the road when like your kids are both potty trained and like they don't have to be watched like a hawk. Like they're not going to eat the Legos, right? Like (laughs) these are like, we're like, my husband and I are actually just starting to enter the season where our kids are almost four and five. And, and they they have more autonomy now, and they're they're more capable. I mean, sure, my three year old still like won't pull up his pants by himself, and he walks <laughs> around until he finds me. Um, like I've definitely recorded podcast episodes where he's like, "Come downstairs, for me to pull up <laughs> his pants." Like that happens, right? But um, seasons change, and so I think a big thing can happen. Like I, I also think the guilt comes in when we we tell ourselves we quote, should be doing more or seeing more results or, or getting to a goal faster. Um, when maybe that's not realistic for the season that we're in, right? Like the, the amount of, um, the amount of work I'm able to do, like I am in the process of hosting my first summit. Right. And it's in way more work than I anticipated, but in a good way, um, I have a tendency to like overestimate my abilities and then I have to like rise (laughs) to the occasion. Right. And that comes with being a, a goal getter. Um, And so that's been, that's been more, it's been a lot of time and a lot of effort. Could I have done that three years ago? No way. (laughs) Like I was still nursing my youngest and like my oldest wanted to be snuggled to sleep every night. And I really wanted to be there for that. And so just a reminder that like life is seasonal and it's okay. If you're in a season where you're like, you know what? The thing I did today was I read 10 pages of that personal growth and development book. And I'm going to be so proud of myself for reading those 10 pages, right? Because I could have just scrolled on Instagram. I could have just set, I call like my couch, like a vortex. Like I sit down on it and I blink <laughs> and I'm like three episodes deep in Netflix. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened? Right. Um, but maybe you choose to read those 10 pages first. Right. And and that could be the season that you're in. And that is amazing. Um, And so I think that's a big part of it too. is just like, being really realistic with yourself. Like I am all for having big goals. I love goals. Like I could talk about them all day, (laughs) but (laughs) I think they need to be reflective of the season that you're in. Like I'm not in a season where I work eight hours a day in my business because both my kids are still home. And so that will continue to change as the seasons change. And I just have to kind of rest and rest in that, find a contentment in it, a joy in the day to day. I have a, a, I'm a huge fan of gratitude practices. I have a gratitude practice that I do every day, one on my own, one with my husband. Um, and I, and I, and then I look forward to that. I like, I trust that future Kate when she's presented with that new season will, will invest her time well. And that helps me have more contentment in the here and now. If my thoughts sometimes start to go like, i should quote, should um be getting there faster or doing more seeing more results or whatever the case might be um i just remind myself like nope i'm a- this is a season and i'm going to be really content in it
2: mm-hmm. yeah I love that. yeah it's a yeah. great reminder for
1: me <laughs> it's hard it's it's <laughs> it's a, it's a it, i will say it's a practice so like i have not by any means like i'm not like okay i'm done with that like I got it. You know, like, like it's a practice. It's like a meditation practice. It's like a journaling Mm -hmm. practice, like yoga, like you just keep reminding yourself, you just keep showing up. And like, when those thoughts come up, you're just like, Oh, yep, there it is again. Let's have some curiosity. Like, why am I feeling this thing? It's like, Oh, because I saw that social media post that. And then I started comparing and then I felt yucky. Right. And it's just like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's where it came from. I'm gonna like release it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I love that. That's really beautiful. And I, all of that resonated with me, but specifically the line that keeps like going through my head hearing you talking was, um, you said, you know, three years ago you were snuggling with your little and you were there for that. Like, that's what you were there for. And that was your value at that time. And that's what I think Ashley and I also love teaching is like, not just living life, but knowing and identifying what our values are. So that in those moments you're doing exactly that. It's like, no, this is what I value. I value my time with my boys. I value my time with my family. And of course I value my work, but not, I think prioritizing our values can be really helpful in that way and yes. from season to season. Cause I think it changes like you're saying. Yeah. So that's Thank you. That was beautiful. So as A longtime listener of your podcast and member of the Live By Design Collective, Um, I know how important habits are Mm -hmm. um, as a way to live by design. So one thing I'd love for you to talk about is like some of your current habits, like what are you focusing on now and how are they helping you live by design? Oh,
1: Roberta, you make my heart so happy. I'm like, I love anything I love more than goals, it's habits, right? Because <laughs> I, I actually think that they go hand in hand, right? The goal mm-hmm. is goals are extrinsic. They're something we're working towards. Um, and I never want to sacrifice the joy and the the gratitude and the contentment in the day-to-day in pursuit of a goal, right? Like I want to enjoy the process of becoming who I'm becoming in pursuit of that goal, right? It's kind of like it's about the journey, not the destination. Like for me, mm-hmm. I feel like that's very true. And to me, habits are actually the thing that move us towards achieving that goal in small, sustainable ways. So we all probably, most likely many of us listening, um, have had that experience of setting new year's resolutions. And for anything like me, you're like, I'm going to set 20 resolutions, right? <laughs> like, and then you yep. get to like, national quitters day, which is like midway through January, apparently that's like actually a day, um, Mm -hmm. where, you know, the, the activation energy, the inertia needed to start all these habits is huge. And then, you know, a kid gets sick or you, or you're not feeling well, or family member needed support, or you had a work deadline, something comes up, it messes up the habit or the thing that you're trying to do all the time. And then to get started again, it's like, it feels impossible. And so we just stop. Right. And so on the flip side, we can choose one thing and we can lean into it. Um, we were just talking on the live by design podcast together, this idea that we keep hearing this thing. Like it takes 21 days to start a habit, but like that's actually the minimum amount of time. And for most of us, for moms, especially, cause we have, we're wearing so many different hats. Um, it can take a lot longer. And so yeah, Ro- Roberta is absolutely right. I like habits is one of the foundational things I love to talk about in the show and in the collective, because it's the thing that moves the needle the most when you, pull back your vision and you look over the the long term right and so we can get kind of myopic in our view we can get so hyper focused um sometimes we have to take a step back and be like okay what's the big picture and so this year for example i was just sharing with the ladies over on the lbd podcast i'm so tired of people asking me how are you doing and the response that comes out of my mouth is i'm tired <laughs> and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm so sick of hearing that like i'm sick of myself And I'm like, okay, I've been tired for like six years, like since I got pregnant with my oldest and I'm like, okay, it's time to do something about it. And so my first habit going into this year and to give, to give listeners some context, as I mentioned earlier, like my brother passed away last year, soon after that, um, my son's Godfather passed away. It was, it was a really tough year. And I, I found myself in this season of a little bit of a sneaky depression at the end of 2022 and, I, and like I've had before, when I've kind of been in a season of depression, when I come out of it is kind of when I realize, like, oh, I don't think I was doing so great a couple of months ago. Like when I start mm-hmm. to feel better, it's like I have the perspective or the awareness around it. So I had this kind of sneaky season of depression and life just felt really hard. And just a note to anybody listening, if you're in a season like that, like talk to a therapist, talk to your doctor. Like I went and talked to my doctor and was like, something is not right right now. And we had a great conversation and I I started on like a low dose antidepressant and I, it helped me so much just to get out of that kind of funk. And once I was out of that place where the day-to-day was really hard, I could start thinking about my habits again. And I was like, okay, sleep is going to be the first habit I focus on. So in January, instead of setting out 20 new resolutions for myself and like 30 new things I have to do every day to make them happen. I was like, I just want to feel energetic. And the words we choose are really important. So instead of saying, I don't want to feel tired because tired doesn't feel like a good word to me. I was Mm -hmm. like, I want to feel energized. Like I want to wake up and have the energy to like play with my boys and go for a run and hang out with my husband and like not fall asleep on the couch at nine o'clock. And like, (laughs) and then, right. And then have the energy to like, to layer in like more physical movement, all these things. So I was like, okay, this is the most foundational thing, good sleep. And so I went probably a little overboard, but I like got everyone in my family weighted blankets and we all got new pillows and we got this new alarm clock for our room. We started keeping all of our tech on the first floor. So no phones upstairs, no smartwatches. I was like, keep it all on the first floor of the house. When we go upstairs at night, I have this really restful entering purposeful evening routine that really sets me up for getting all that monkey chatter out of my brain so I can actually fall asleep when I want to and not like mm-hmm. lay there for an hour being like why aren't I sleeping right. <laughs> um, so now I go upstairs and, and I'll meditate or I'll journal or I have a watercolor practice I was a fine arts major in school I love art and so the other night I did a watercolor of, like cartoon drawing of a chicken because my one son like is obsessed with getting chickens. And I'm like, well, <laughs> we don't have chickens yet, but I could draw you one, right?
2: And you love nice our and
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. It's gonna happen. I just have to like convince my husband and or be like, surprise, they're in the backyard. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, so I do that now. I go upstairs and I'm like, okay, this is my phone doesn't come upstairs, so I'm not scrolling on social and like losing 20 minutes of my life to that. Um, I'm not watching TV. I'm just like doing things that get me back in touch with myself and like checking in with myself on my day, doing my gratitude practice. Um, And that has been really helpful. And then all the other little things like the blackout curtains and the weighted blanket and the pillow and the alarm clock that like slowly starts to glow in the morning. And then it chirps when you're like, okay, you actually have to get up now. It starts to like birds chirp. And it's just kind of a magical way to wake up. And it, it has been so helpful because if I I find if I come upstairs, like I get my boys down with my husband and if I just stay upstairs, um, I'm less likely to stay up too late watching TV. Um, I'm not going to be on my phone because my phone isn't upstairs. And it just allows me to have that kind of grounding time at the end of the day. And then it I spent two months, the first two months of this year, and like I'm a behavior change specialist. Like I I study this, right? And it took me 60 days <laughs> to implement a restful hmm. evening routine. Um it after the first month I was like I still have to I have to keep going. Like I, this is not this is not my new default. I was still having to be very conscious about it. It took a lot of energy still. Um and so the first 2 months of 2023 I was just like all right, evening routine all the way. <laughs> and so and I just and I kept refining it. Right. And, and that's a cool thing. And and Roberta knows this from the podcast and from the collective um, habit tracking is so incredibly helpful and not mm-hmm. from a place of judgment for yourself, but from a place of it's all data. And, and again, we're coming at it with curiosity. Right. And so I was, I have this habit tracker. You guys can grab one for free. It's at misskatehouse.com habit tracker. Um, and I have the one that the, the collective uses up there. It's totally for free. And I designed it in such a way that you, the last, the second to last page is your habit tracker and has 31 lines. And all you do is Mark, if you did your habit or not and how you felt that day. And so that's your chance to say like, okay, this thing came up and like, I didn't get to bed on time. Or I was like wired from drinking too much coffee at 5 PM. So like, don't do that again. Right. Like, and it just gives you this chance to reflect as the month is going on. And so you can start to see patterns of behavior. You can start to see things come out or, or you can see like, oh, okay. Like I, I do a better job at this when X, Y, or Z, like when I clean for me, it's if the kitchen is clean before we take our kids upstairs for bed, I have a, I get to bed earlier. Cause I'm not like, oh, okay, I got to get the kids down. And then I come back downstairs and my husband, and I finished the kitchen and then I'm on the first horse and on my phones down here, you know, like it snowballs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like, yes. it just gives you a chance to check in with yourself in real time. So that was the first two months of this year. And then after that, um, I was going to bed early, uh, or, you know, between like nine 30 and 10 30, it feels good for me. Um, and then I was able to wake up and feel energized and like the bags under my eyes. Like I just noticed two days ago, I was like. Oh, the bags under my eyes are no longer scary. Like this is ex- like a mom zombie starting to go away. Right. Um, and so then in March I was like, okay, now I'm going to start focusing on physical movement because for me, I've, I've been a runner for a long time. I I love to move my body. I'm a yoga teacher. Like I, it, I bring, it brings me so much joy, but when I was so tired, it it was it was so hard to want to move my body from a place of joy. Um, just summoning the energy to like turn on my treadmill and go for a walk felt like a lot, right? So I needed to start with the rest side, but I know that moving my body um, creates energy. I feel really good from it and it helps me sleep. So it's like twofold, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting in March, that's what I that's what I focused on. And we're recording this in April. I'm, st- I'm still focusing on that. So we're four months into the year, I'm still focusing on my first two habits of this year and habits are there. There's just this beautiful way of living by design and not by default. And and there's a study by Duke university that says that 40% of our day is spent through a habit. And so my thought is like, well, what if I can be really intentional with that 40% of my day? Like what if I can set these habits into my life that help me feel the way that I want to feel and even better if they move me in the direction of achieving My goals with soul. And so, like, does getting good rest support any goal I set? (laughs) Yup. Like, does being healthy in my body and like I I I got a bunch of blood work done last year because I was like, why am I so tired all the time? Like, check my thyroids, check everything. Like, what is going on? And my doctor was like, You're actually fine. Um, but your your blood pressure is a little high. And so I was like, okay. And so for me, I'm like, okay, well, physically moving my body it's brought my, my blood pressure. I got checked last week when I was at the doctor for a checkup and like, it was the best it's been in years. And Yay. All, yeah, which is so exciting. <laughs> right. And literally all I've done for it. So my physical movement practice for this habit has been 30 minutes of walking at a steep incline at three miles per hour on my treadmill. Like it is the easiest where at cause, and here's the key with habits is you have to start small. Cause if mm-hmm. you try to do like too many things at once, or you try to make it too grand um, it's too hard. And so I was and like, was what like is national quitters day? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I was like, what is literally the easiest thing I can do? And it wasn't even like, I love to walk outside, love walking outside, but I was like, then I have to coordinate with my husband and make sure like the kids have somebody with them. And like, the, you know, it's, there's just more pieces. And I'm like, okay, well, I can like stick my kids on my bed and put on Minecraft on YouTube for 30 minutes. And they think I'm the coolest mom ever. And I get to get my workout in because my treadmill's also upstairs. Right. And so it, for me, I was like, okay, I can accept that that is how this is going to happen as I start. To, Cause it was more important to me to layer that into my life um, than it was to be like, you guys can't watch Minecraft for 30 minutes. Right. And I'm like, okay, this this is a win for everybody, and now mm-hmm. I look forward to it. Now it energizes me. Now I'm like not nearly as winded and sweaty, right? And so mm-hmm. you just keep layering these small habits in, and the idea is you're just you're you're slowly every single day becoming. Um, James Clear talks about this in Atomic Habits, one percent better, just one percent, mm-hmm. right? Like one percent is so doable, um, and over the course of a year, if you continue leaning into one percent better, the the change is significant. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's not a, a change into becoming a different person. To me, it's just more about becoming more fully who you already were. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my hope with habits is like, how can I just get even more deeply in touch with who I am and who I want to continue to grow into?
2: Yeah. I, I love so much of what you just said. Um, I want to go back really quick to if you're in this like, way like when you were talking about when when you were kind of in your like sneaky mm-hmm. depression and how it was so hard for you to even just like do the habits that you used to do mm-hmm. and so like if you are a person in that place right now um like what Kate did um you know she got on antidepressants for a little bit and then she worked on the one thing that she knew was going to help everything in her life, which was more sleep. Um, I just want to talk about like the antidepressant thing for a second, because, um, I, I'm a person who like, I don't like to be on medication at all, but like, if you can get on something to like pull you out of your funk for, um, a little bit, like I had, when I had my daughter, um, the first week that I had her, I slept for one hour one hour the entire week. And so I was, that was me. I was like, they didn't classify me as postpartum, but my doctor said, you are very close. Um, we're going to put you on an antidepressant so you can at least sleep. Yeah. And then when you feel ready, you can get off of it. And so I think I was only on it for a few months and then I like slowly eased off of it and life was good. You know, it mm-hmm. helped me pull myself out of my little depression that I was in. Um, and then when my son came around i was like that's not happening again so like i just got on it right away i think i was only on it for a month and then i got off of it right away so like it's this continual cycle of like being that scientist and not judging yourself and um like what what has helped me in the past and what can i now do moving forward when I feel myself moving into this again, to help pull myself out of it or not even go in it at all. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. And that to me, that's living by design, right? Is like getting to know yourself so well that you're like, Oh, warning signs are going off in my head because I'm like seeing this pattern that I've experienced before that maybe didn't go in a great direction. Right. And so we can start that course correcting and Mm-hmm. And like, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, right? Like sometimes I oh, think yeah. as moms, especially, we feel like we have to go it alone for some reason. And I'm like, no, I mean, like, give me everybody. <laughs> I want everybody yeah. helping me.
2: Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Awesome. Um. Okay. We have one more question for you. So um, this one's kind of about your kiddos as you're going through. Yeah. To- your habits, uh, like your nighttime habit that you just talked about that serves you really good in your season. Do you notice any changes in your kids routines that happen just kind of like naturally, or do you find like your kids following your example with the habits that you're incorporating for yourself? Like what have you noticed?
1: Yeah. You know, something that we've layered into our day recently. One is I love the saying that more is caught than taught. And so mm-hmm. I I hope that in showing up really purposely for my life and giving myself permission to, to lean into joy and spontaneity while also coupling these healthy habits, um, like my youngest son will come in when I'm working out and he'll high five me on the, the treadmill, Aww. which is like when you're walking at an incline, I'm like, oh, God, OK, <laughs> I hope I don't eat it. Right. Um, but he comes in and he's literally like, way to go, mom. And we have this family mantra strong body. And then the other person says strong mind. Um, mm-hmm. My husband and I have been doing that together for a year. He and I have been running partners forever. Um, and we've taught it to our kids. And so we say like strong body, strong mind. So he'll come in and he'll be like strong body. And I'm like strong mind. Right. And so mm-hmm. I really hope that they grow up remembering that. Right. And, and, and I hope that they see their mom prioritizing herself, right. That you don't have to put yourself last. Like it's as simple as like 30 minutes of Minecraft. So I can have the time that helps me show up as the best version of myself, the 23 and a half other hours of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing, the season that I'm in with a five-year-old and an almost four-year-old is that and my, my oldest goes to kindergarten in the fall, which I'm like, Oh, I have so many feels about. I'm very excited <laughs> for him, but I'm I, he's been home with me for so long. I'm going to miss him so much. But They really love structure. And so we bought this this little, um, calendar thing that we put our little calendar for the day on. It has the morning and then you flip it to the back and it's an evening routine. Um, and for them, the habit of every single morning, we wake up, we snuggle on the couch, they have breakfast and whatever. Um, and then we, we look at our calendar and we're like, okay, what are we doing today? Are, are we running errands? Are we going to the library? Is this a, a quiet at home day? Um, when are we doing our homeschool curriculum? Um, And that has been really helpful for them. And so that's a habit for them. Um, And if I forget, they're like, mom, what's going on today? What's the plan? You know, and it's, that's been really helpful for them. So my hope is that the first is that I hope that them seeing me do my habits rubs off on them. Um, And then the second I found for them in this season is just, giving them a little bit of a sense of structure and a little bit of agency. I'll I'll ask them like, oh, look, we have a free time slot here. What do you want to do at that time? And, you know, they're normally like tablets. Okay, (laughs) that's why I didn't put it on the schedule already, right? But they get to have a say. If they want to spend that time outside, they want to play a board game, right? We can do that. Um, And that's been a really positive habit for them. Um, But I'm really excited to see as they get older how we can really lean into habits with them, um, in a way that's really supportive and loving, um, to help them like live by design and not by default
2: too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, well, That'll be fun to, um, follow along that journey.
2: Yeah. yeah. How,
0: how life yeah. goes. Totally. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Kate, so much for joining us on the Teacher Mamas podcast. Before we end, can you please tell our listeners, again, where to find that habit tracker. I highly encourage every single listener to go download that. I find the, the prompts and just that space to write out, you know, what happened and why I did or did not complete that habit. Super helpful and insightful. So I encourage everyone to go find that. So um, again, where they, where they can find that, um, and where they can find um, your podcast and all the things.
1: Amazing! Thank you so much. Well, Roberta and Ashley, first of all, just thank you so much for for sharing this time with me in this conversation. I'm having so much fun with you. Um, yes. Yeah, so my website is misskatehouse.com. So M S and then Kate House. Like a house.com. Um, there's another Kate House out there, and she got Katehouse.com. So misskatehouse.com is where you can find me. Um, I know I don't know who she is, but she's out there. Um, and then if you go to misskatehouse.com slash habit tracker, that's where you can grab that habit tracker for free. Um, and it's it's just there to serve you, right? It's just there to support you in implementing these habits, learning. Your, you know, the things that are popping up that you're like, oh, I could tweak this or or celebrate this, um, as you implement those habits. And then, um, uh, my, my podcast is the live by design podcast. You can find that anywhere you tune into your shows. Um, and I'm over on Instagram at miss Kate house again. And I would just, I would love to connect with you. Um, but I'm just so grateful Roberta and Ashley for you sharing this time with me and allowing me to come and just be part of your community. It's just so beautiful. So thank you so much. Thank
2: you so much for coming on. It's been so
1: great. Such a good time. Hey friend, this is Kate over at the Live by Design podcast and creator of the LBD Collective. And I am so ridiculously excited to present you with the Goals with Soul Summit. Now, if you've attended an online summit for us high achieving goal getters before, then you know that many are packed with an incredible amount of valuable information But they tend to be a little bit more surface area in their approach, which makes it kind of difficult to implement what you're learning and actually take action. And that's why this summit isn't like most. It is specifically designed for busy women who are ready to implement practical bite sized habits and mindset shifts that move you from feeling stressed and overwhelmed to focused and action oriented so that you can achieve your goals in a totally doable. And here's the key sustainable way. What you're not going to find in this summit is general advice from every coach out there. It is all tailored specifically for the woman who's currently doing All the things so that you can slow down, learn from focused personal growth curriculum, specifically created and tailored for the summit experience. You can be intentional with your self-reflection practice, and then take action that moves you in the direction of your dreams. I've invited 21 incredible world-class speakers, podcast hosts, and coaches to join us, all of whom are past live by design podcast guests. And let me tell you friends, now that we've recorded our episodes together, they are incredible. I was brought to tears numerous times during these recordings, and I am so inspired by these incredible women, and I can't wait for them to be in your earbuds too. The summit will start on Monday, May 1st and runs through Thursday, May 4th. It's presented as a private podcast fee. So this is an audio only summit with multiple episodes dropping each day presented by me and our expert panel of guest speakers, because I know you're a woman with a lot on her plate and you need to take your learning on the go. I also figure I can't be the only one who tunes into podcasts while in the car, driving my kids somewhere, folding laundry on a walk while working out, or sometimes even in the shower, right? I'm I'm not the only one who does that. So this summit was designed so that you can fit your learning in throughout your regular routine. The private podcast feed will drop episodes every day, Monday, May 1st through Thursday, May 4th. And each episode will be available for just 24 hours. And after that, you can get access to all of them in the all access pass or the goal getter pack goal getter power pack indefinitely. So you can tune in the week of summit totally for free for 24 hours for each episode. Or if you want to be able to go back and re-listen in the future, go grab that goal getter power pack. It also has $2,400 worth of bonuses from our speakers, plus includes two months memberships to my personal group coaching program, the LBD collective. So there's so much goodness in there. Each of our expert speakers is sharing for about 20 to 30 minutes, which is the perfect amount of time for us adults to learn. And you'll have access to our summit Facebook group to to connect with other goal-getting women. And again, our expert panel of speakers, the goals with soul summit is completely free. And once you register, you'll have the chance to check out the all access pass and the goal getter power pack, which gives you ongoing access to the private podcast feed, as I mentioned. So no expiration date for the episodes for you. An expertly created workbook crafted by an education architect to take your learning, reflection, and implementation to the next level, because that's really where the magic happens on this personal growth journey. You'll get two months of LBD collective membership to to sustain your momentum, dive into focused personal growth curriculum, and be lovingly held accountable to your goals by our community of women. You can join our live soul work sessions the week of Summit to do the inner work needed to implement the shifts you desire. And you'll gain immediate access to my future self-meditation plus the journal prompts that come with it and all the bonuses I mentioned before from our contributors, which totals over $2,400. I've actually already started jumping into some of these courses and they are phenomenal. Like honestly, <laughs> but for now, all you need to do is go to goalswithsoulsummit.com. That's G-O-A-L-S-W-I-T-H-S-O-U-L s-u-m-m-i-t.com or scroll down in your listening app now to grab the link and register for the summit totally for free to grab your free ticket. I cannot wait to kick things off with you on May 1st. I'll see you there friend.